Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn how I met your mother podcast on the internet. I am one of your hosts, Josh, here with my best bud, John. Dude, how the hell are you? I'm better than Pete Davidson's dad on 9-11. Oh, jeez. Okay, folks, if you want to know <laughs> the, the reason for that, you're going to have to uh, uh, head on over to Twitter Josh, or X or and uh, and uh, go to simply saying J one. He'll tell you everything. I'm sure he will. There it is, folks. But, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am. Uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, excited to uh, talk and, and fucking you laugh. Be excited. You have a smile yeah. from ear to ear today. Yeah, it's gonna be a great time. I love doing this show. It's so fun. I am excited. <laughs> so before we start recording, let's address the elephant in the room. Let's yes. talk about something big, something that nobody really wants to hear. Yep, yep, How yep. I Met Your Father has been canceled. Your yes. thoughts on this? I am pissed that this got canceled. Are like, you pissed with a capital PhD? Sh- sure, I'm Dr. Pissed, yes. Dr. Pissed! <laughs> Make a good fucking soda right there. Yes, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tried, you know, starting this this hashtag campaign, hashtag save uh, H-I-M-Y-F, so, you know, if you're out there tweeting, tweet that. You know, Hell get yeah. it going. Let's and, get it going, uh, people. Let's save How I Met Your Father. There's a petition out there. It's uh, pinned to the, to our Twitter page, so go and uh, you know sign the petition as well. Right you know, friends. things have happened. People have brought shows back. People have gotten movies changed. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you know? people, we changed Sonic. <laughs> Let's save How I Met Your Father. Yeah. And while we're happen. at it, I know that we don't, we don't go to... Never mind. You know what? Let's just focus on How I Met Your Father. Let's save How I Met Your Father. Let's sure. join together. Let's... Let's join hands, hands across America for How I Met Your Father. So, bring some germicels. Just, you know, speaking of How I Met Your Father, you know, obviously, see, we had two seasons, you know, 30 episodes of this show. We do not know who the father is, right? <laughs> nope, we're never going to know. Uh, but I was on Twitter and I saw this thing. Somebody at least claims this. I, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Because they there's no like source material for this, but they claim that during uh, like a stand-up set, one of the writers revealed who the father was by accident. Really? 
Now, again, I don't know if this person is just dicking us around or, or, or if it actually happened. I don't know. But they claim, if you do you want me to say it, because I'll say oh, it. Oh, yeah. They wait, claim. Wait, wait, wait. Spoilers, <clears throat> if you don't want to hear who the father is, well, just on the outside chance. Who the po- father might be, according who the father to might this be, person said. Jump ahead like 10, 15 seconds. The fa- they said the father is Sid. And it kind of blew my mind if that's true. If that's true, yeah, that's a that's a real head scratcher. It it, it makes me really want to know wh- what they had planned for the show. Then, like what, how they had it planned out. They had to have had a plan for the path that would get them together. Yeah, you know, in, in the end, or at and least so, to have a kid together. Or yeah, or at least to have a kid together. So I don't know. It's a, it's interesting. My hope is if if it doesn't ever get renewed that the showrunners at least will come out and like throw out their full detailed plan of everything that they would have done you know what i mean just give it all to us everything that they had planned the route that it would have taken if they have any of that i don't know um but i would love to see all of that but let's just get it renewed let's not even have to worry listen about it. ladies and gentlemen renewed. Hashtag save the father first. Yeah, hashtag save H-I-M-Y-F. Let's get it rolling, folks. Let's do this shit. Now, now we got that out of the way, the sad stuff. Let's hey, talk Super about human. So, some good stuff. We're going to talk season four, episode three. Three. That's right. I heart New Jersey. First off, you do not heart New Jersey. I don't. I've never been to New Jersey. Maybe I do heart New Jersey. You don't fucking know. You don't know me. <laughs> Bitch, which you don't know about me, I could just about squeeze into the Grand Canyon. Yep, that's right. Do you know, I, I always could... wanted to be a dancer in Vegas. I could just about squeeze it into New Jersey. You know. <laughs> so uh, right. I, I have to say before before we get into this episode, I don't think I ever realized that for one, there's a "Boom Goes the Dynamite" reference in this episode. Yeah, I which... didn't re- I didn't notice it until I watched it this time. Yeah. Around. Yeah, it made me there's, laugh. There's technically two, but you don't know what the other one is until I explain it later on. And I, when I get there, I'll explain. And, because it ties into the origins of the Boom Goes the Dynamite. Fair. Uh, <clears> and two, my favorite joke from the entire series spawns from this fucking episode. Really? It's the one I texted you before we recorded. Oh, because okay. I've actually made that joke in person before when somebody's yeah. like, um, I'll, I'll just tell it here. Because, I mean, we'll probably brush over it when we get into the episode anyway. Oh, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, it's the Frank Sinatra is from New Jersey, Ted. And he's like, yeah, but he ain't singing Sakakis, Sakakis. Yeah, he ain't singing Sakakis, Sakakis. I love and that. I've, I've made that joke in person before when somebody was like, oh, he's the greatest singer ever. And he's a Jersey person. I'm like, yeah, but he ain't singing about Jersey. And I've referenced Ted. I'll be like, he ain't singing Sakakis, Sakakis. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's not funny. And I'm like, but it's true. He's true. singing New York, New York. <clears throat> yeah, you know, a hundred percent. You know, it's and and it was a great comeback for for Ted. You know, in that moment. But uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's get into all the details here. This let's episode. This episode aired originally October sixth of two thousand and eight. Was directed by our favorite Pamela Fryman. Hey, Fry. Written by Greg Malins. 
And the summary yeah, for, yeah. for this one, what, what, what's so funny? That's a funny name. Valens. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Uh, and, <laughs> and the summary for this one reads, uh, tired of having to constantly travel back and forth between New Jersey and New York to spend time with Stella and the gang, Ted convinces the gang to go to New Jersey. Meanwhile, Robin's career is in jeopardy. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> so I, I know how we break this like into two separate stories. You know, we're okay. gonna tell the Robin side of things. We're gonna tell yeah. the, even though hers like overlaps for a little bit. Yeah. But I, 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 I want to address something here Go because for it. it'll it'll come back later on in the series. Um, but I want to talk about this here, and it's we all date people, and we all make sacrifices <clears throat> when we're dating somebody. Yes. And there are reasonable ways to talk and have communication <clears throat> extended. To not make you look like an asshole. Yeah. And when it comes to that, people, if you ever come to that crossroads where you need to have communication skills with somebody, I want you to go back and watch the season four, episode three episode of How I Met Your Father. How I Met Your Mother. Or How I Met Your Mother. Thank you. And watch Ted in this episode and do nothing that Ted does because Ted is an asshole in this entire fucking episode. Like, Everything he does, dude. I I write something similar to that down, like Ted's being a dick or so, something like that. When we get to it, I'll, I'm sure I'll like, see it. Like I, I know, said, but... I understand that later <laughs> on we find out like Stella moves back to the city with Tony, yeah. and all that shit breaks down, and Ted's heard about it. But there are ways to communicate it and like be like, hey, listen, I don't know if I want to move to New Jersey. I, I think maybe the city could be better for us, but there's clearly a reason why Stella doesn't want to go back to the city. Yeah. And and she's very she's very mature about it until she kind of gets ganged up on. Yeah. It's true. But we'll get it. We'll we'll get to well, all we that. Will. We, we will. We will. Yes, yes, yes. Uh okay, so episode starts. Future Ted telling his kids that he's got a little problem, John. Yep. And uh Ted is heading off to Stella's. He's got to catch the train. <laughs> and I noticed this starts something that I don't think I ever caught or like thought about in all the times that I've watched this until now. It starts this series of things that Ted misses out on as he's taking the train, right? And it makes me wonder, is he the Blitz? Oh, he's totally the Blitz. Because that's exactly what's happening here. Hundred percent. He misses out on something. Oh man! Oh man! And this is two seasons before oh, the blitz. I know. And I was thinking about that when I was watching this one, and because it because he does because Barney's like tonight's the night. I yes. pick up a lesbian, and he yeah. takes off his coat and he, he borrows Robin's lipstick. Yeah. And I was like, we find out later on through one of like the little backstory one-liners that that works. Yeah, because uh, I think it's when he's telling Nora all of the things, the plays that he's done and whatnot. Yeah. He talks about it, yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's like, oh, shit. So that one works at some point. Yeah. But I love this play, by the way, because, like, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Like, there's not like, many. I, I, I don't think either of us could pull it off, you know. First off, beards, the beards and... would give it away. All you, that. You would have to go full, <clears throat> clean, shaven. He, I mean, he commits though. Neil Patrick Harris as Barney Stinson commits. Yeah. C O M I to T 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 commit. 
<laughs> All right, folks, that is officially our first scrub reference of the night. <laughs> I'm sure uh, others, who knows? Listen, uh, but yeah, I'm just here to fuck shit up. But yeah, there's a series of things. You know, that one, then uh, he gets over Stella's and she's already asleep. She's already asleep. And then uh, he's he on misses, the train back. He misses the celebration of Robin getting a new job and they, all the champagne's gone. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. And then they, he misses dinner with Stella and Lucy as yeah. well. Yeah. Which I oh, also. Oh, man. So I know that they brush over this little segment really <laughs> quick just to set up the whole back and forth. Mm hmm. But I have to say, first off, I love that he's made friends with the guy on the train. Yeah, Matisse, I think Matisse. it was, what is it? Yeah, 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 the guy on the rollerblades. I do feel bad for him when he gets back to the bar and they've already drank all the champagne. Yeah. Like, you, if he probably had texted them, like, I'm on my way. You couldn't have even saved him a glass. Yeah, something. Like, and then when I understand Stella and Lucy start dinner without him, you don't want dinner getting cold. She's a kid. You got to feed them when they're hungry. Yeah. Yep. But I, I have to say, I love when she's because Lucy makes a comment to him, something about like uh, maybe next time slugger or something like that. Like, something like, yeah. And he's like, thanks, kid. And, you know, it's nice to see like they had like that little bond moment right there. Yeah. Because it we, shows that we see more of that later on, which. Yeah, is, it's a great scene with them. later. It on. made me cry. Yeah, like it's so it's so because you, you we rarely see Lucy. Yeah. Granted, we don't see Stella very much in general. <laughs> Stella, <laughs> we see Lucy even less. So you know, it's it, yeah, it was nice to actually get to see her a bit there. Lucy, who? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so Stella suggests having the gang, you know, come out to New Jersey. And when Ted tells them this, they all just start like making fun of the idea. They're just like shitting all over the fact that you know it's New Jersey, and then. Lily points out that Ted hates New Jersey. We get this whole like kind of like series of scenes showing how Ted hates New Jersey. I love the one where it's like, I got to go take a massive New Jersey. <laughs> He's so, going to take a shit. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but you know what just got <laughs> struck in my mind? Mm-hmm. So what if, and follow me on this one, because this is, this is a long stretch. Okay. <clears throat> what if Stella Zimmerman is, in fact... Elliot Reed. Okay. Elliot's a doctor. Yeah. She's got okay. a side hustle as a, a, a tattoo removal person. She's got to have a doctor to be able to do that because mm. you got to operate a laser and shit like that. Yeah. Your, your normal person wouldn't have went to school. I mean, granted, I know people do it all the time, but it would have been easier for Elliot to have, think about it, her neuro neuroses to like be so perfect oh yeah yeah. she didn't want to go into to babies like her mom wanted her to do she wanted to be a general practice doctor well kelso gives her so much shit and cox rides her ass so much that elliot does everything she can to not be there and she goes to the other hospital which fails on she has to come back to sacred heart so what if while she was doing her own private practice shit like she does later on in the series which is where we would be about now because this is happening during Roughly late season seven, early season eight, which means she's back with JD and she's staying home more. Actually, I think this would be season eight because season seven was cut short because of the writer's strike. You're correct. Yeah. Okay. So, so what if during the season, which would have been uh, JD's last year at Sacred Heart, 
what if she had to make more money because she knew JD was gonna uh, stay home with Sam or uh, he would want to spend more time with Sam? That yeah. she had to take up a second thing, couldn't get one as Elliot Reed, so she took a pseudonym name, Stella Zimmerman, and bam! Doesn't really I mean, explain Lucy, but... No, it does not. Ooh, <laughs> she she just had has... a baby with Sean, and that's why nobody cares, Sean. Boom. <laughs> she has a secret life in New Jersey. I mean, dumber things have happened on shows. The Fonzie jumped a shark <laughs> on a fucking motorcycle. Was it a motorcycle, or was it... I thought it was a jet ski. Maybe it was. I don't know. I think it's a jet ski. Either way, he j- literally jumped a shark. Yeah. You know? There was one time I saw Weezer perform at Al's Palace. There you go. <laughs> but back to it. Yes. Oh, Ted's yes. in the middle of a conundrum. What yes. the hell should he do? Okay, so uh, Lily makes this comment, which I thought was really funny. She says, uh, she essentially tells Ted that if he murders her and buries her in New Jersey, she will haunt him forever. But then he's like, okay, what if, what if I bury you somewhere else? She's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm sure you had your reasons. Yeah. I love that that little joke goes in there, too, because, like, eh, I'm sure you had your reasons. It's just as long as you don't bury me in New Jersey, we're cool. It's fine. And I have to agree with you. The little segment of, like, how much he hates Jersey, there's the one specifically that made it stuck out for me. It wasn't the I got it. Well, it is the I have to go take a New Jersey, yeah. but not for that reason. <laughs> it was the renaming of my trash can on my, my laptop. Do you remember oh. what my trash can's called? Uh-huh. And that's what it made me think of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That, that, that's going to be kept between us, folks. Just That so is. You know. it's, that's a joke that nobody else would get anyway. Sorry, people. That's true. That is Needless true. to say, my trash can is named after a specific person. Yes. Uh, all right. So this is uh, after this point is where we start to see the robin stuff yep. did you want to do it separately did you want to do it intertwined how did you want to handle the robin i stuff? mean we could talk about the robin stuff quickly because hers is a quick storyline in this one <clears throat> yeah it is so, so yeah so robin comes in and announces she got a new job because she's tired of her channel one uh, news anchor position because they keep making jokes about stupid shit. And yeah, they keep, of, which we've seen in previous. Oh episodes. yeah, a yeah. lot we've seen. The stupid puns. And about the one that there. really bothers me is, and I agree with her on this one, is the electric. The like people died. Yeah, and she's like, people died, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people died, Joel. <laughs> Fucking Joe. Yeah, uh, but yeah, she uh, you know she quits her job. She there's this whole speech that she gives when she quits her job that yep. apparently Ted wrote. Yeah, and I love how he's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Marshall just like calls him out. I was like, you wrote it, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> it's a very similar speech to the one I gave when I had to leave the synchronized swimming team. You he were was the a towel, towel boy, boy, Ted. It's still part of the team. Listen, all I'm oh, saying man. is I've been in a very similar boat where I wasn't part of the team, but I was an integral part of the team. And True. I stand by the fact that, and you as my witness, yep. I got to sit on the court during prep rally. So fuck all y'all haters. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You got to, you know, you were a, uh, a hydration specialist. <laughs> oh, fucking just out me, bro. Yeah. 
I was a fucking water boy. No, no, I no. I quality you, H2O. You are an executive hydration specialist. Come I got on. to walk out to the pep rally with a very beautiful Gina Valentine. So fuck all y'all haters. Because she's still pretty today and we still talk. Boom. There it is, folks. There There's it is. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> uh, so Robin, she, she, as far as she knows... She thinks she's starting this new job. Yeah, I feel bad for her in this one because, like, yeah. she gets a phone call that she gets this job, and stupidly she celebrates, but she puts her phone down. Yeah, and the guy's like, "I just want to be specific that you didn't get a job; you have an, yeah. interview. an interview. This isn't a job at all, but an interview." And she's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, uh huh, uh huh." Now, I, now here's my problem with the guy. When you call the person, right, the the applicant, why are you just like, you got it? Right? Like, you say that, that means I got the job. I'm sorry. 100%. That's what it means. Yeah, when he should have been you like. got it. Yeah, 100%. Means, like, this should be the demonstration. You ready for this? Like, I'm calling you. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, is this Josh Rayner? This it is. Hi, this is so-and-so from so-and-so's uh, TV station. Do you have a second to talk about the job you applied for? Yes, I do. Well, we'd like to bring you in for an interview. Does that sound great? That sounds amazing. I'd like to verify. Or Can I... I bring my pet monkey? <laughs> yes. Is he trained to fight with swords? Uh, uh, only daggers and nunchucks. Even better. <laughs> Let's set this up. But I want to reiterate, you didn't get the job... But an interview. Right? Because if you have to say that, that means that you did something wrong in the first place. 100%. Like, <laughs> like I get up, I get it that it set it up so that everything happens later on and, like, she's got to come crawling back. But, like, yeah, damn. Still, you know. And and so that's the thing. So Robin goes, like, part of her story is this off screen. She goes and has this interview. Yeah. And comes back to the group while they're at Ted's house, um, Stella's house. Yeah, and she's—they're all like, "Oh, how was the first day of your job?" And she's like, "Well, it wasn't a job; it was an interview." And there were twenty other women there, and blah blah blah. And then Barney—I mean, God bless Barney—talks her up into going and like getting her job back. No, no, he's trying to get to talk her out of. Oh, it. you're right. No, no, he is trying to talk her out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Which you know. I was like, okay, because he gives this whole speech about, you know, the the women that 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 look in in the eyes of the women when he, yeah, brings yeah. them back for a second round, essentially. And then, like, when she <laughs> leaves, uh, Teddy, he turns to Teddy's like that face, yeah. <laughs> and so she decides, like, she goes off somewhere. I don't remember if if she said. Like what? Where she was going in the house or whatever? Like what to to break away from the group? But eventually, they run up. Uh, Lily and Barney run upstairs and see that she's on the phone trying to get her job yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. And I love I love that uh, she takes Lucy's bike because because Joel's like, if you can get here before the eleven o'clock news, which is in a half an hour, you can have your job back. Yeah. And she just takes this little girl's bike. And bikes from New Jersey to Manhattan in a half an hour. But, but listen, there's a scene. Uh, there's a spot in this scene where something happens, and I realized 
it's it's a lot of what we talk about, but it specifically happens here, and it only happens a small handful of times throughout the show. And it's where she pulls up to the traffic jam, and Ted's like, now listen, I wasn't there, kids, but this is how your Aunt Robin swears it happened. Yes. And she, like, <laughs> does a huge backflip over, like, three cars. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, so this happens as early as season four. Because, like, that happens in the episode where Lily and Marshall are trying to get out of the house and, like, well, I wasn't there, kids, but, you know, and, like, they uh -huh. dropped down. Or, well, no, because I think, doesn't that happen in season one when they go to the rave? Oh, yeah, 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 the rave. So, yeah, so, I mean, that one, but, I mean, it only happens a handful of times throughout yeah. the show. And this is one of those times where it's, like, Ted clearly wasn't there, so he's telling the story is how he was told it happened. Yeah. When it probably was nothing like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, if anything, she probably like picked the bike up and just like climbed on top of cars. If anything, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that could have been just as funny to have watched. I think that would have been funnier. Yeah, I mean, the backflip was pretty amazing. It was, but so she gets there just in the nick of time, shoves this poor kid out of the seat, mm -hmm. and like she does the news, and then she realizes well, she does one story. Well, that's what I'm saying, but she does part of the news and realizes when she gives another horrible pun, she is, in fact, done. She is. And quits again. Yes, right she there. Does. Right there. Yeah. And uh, do, do we want to mention the very ending? Yeah, is we it, can mention the ending okay. here. So, like, this whole thing was all about, you know, she wanted this other job. She thought she was going to get this job, but it was just a, just an interview and all this other stuff. And at the very end, we find out that she didn't get that the anchor job that she was applying for, but they did but give her a different job. Foreign correspondent. And she has to move to Japan. And Japan. this is this is something that we knew was going to happen back in I think I think it was season two the at, during the wedding. Yep. What Ted mentions, you know that you know. Uh, Eventually, Robin would you know live in Japan. That was yeah, one of the for places. a brief time she lived in Japan. Yeah, and uh, now it's it's coming to fruition. And there are some, I remember a lot of these, and there are some real funny stuff when she. I love Japan. the one with the chimpanzee. Yeah, and he, like, so, he throws the papers. There's so many good. There's so many good moments in the with the Japan stuff for her. So uh, I'm excited to talk about all those. But yeah, oh so that, man, I'm super excited to talk about it. But at the same time, I'm sad because like. It's part of the story, like, I hate because, like, the group's not all together. And I know it's only a short yeah. time period anyway, but, like... It's true. It is true, but, uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, so now let's crack the eggs and scramble the rest of the story. That's right. So the gang minus Robin head to New Jersey, John. They head to Jersey. Yes, they and do. they're greeted by Stella. Yeah, man, absolutely. Who's super happy to entertain, but has bad news. They can't go out on a Saturday night because she couldn't get a babysitter. No, she could not, unfortunately. But but she she tells them they can go to the the, the greatest bar in New Jersey, John. 
Yeah. Right in her well, basement. I love, though, that she claims, though, that she has beer in the, uh, the garage. In the garage, Because yeah. she doesn't obviously drink beer. <clears throat> but then I'm like, okay... So clearly, because she's mentioned before, like she doesn't, she's not a big drinker, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, whatever. So even as watching this episode multitude of times and like the series multiple times, she makes this comment, and I'm like, if she doesn't drink beer, why would you have mm-hmm. beer? My assumption is that Tony drank beer. Well, yeah, because she makes the comment later on that it was before Lucy was born. Yeah, but so the fact that the beers that it's there isn't confusing to me it's more the fact that why is it that old like when did tony leave you know what i mean like when did tony leave that's a good question too or maybe if, if the beer was bought before lucy was born did he leave like right after and there, he he had just stocked up on a whole ass ton of beer. <laughs> he's like, I mean, that's a good go, question. I'm gonna go well because like Ted talks about. He's like, I had to buy a 144 pack or something. Yeah, like that when well, he ends up getting it. So like, is that what Tony did? He bought a 144 pack at the price co and and just never got through it all. <laughs> I mean, 144 beers. You figure the average, <laughs> the biggest one you can get is 30 cans. Well, it's 12 12 packs. Oh shit! Yeah, that's yeah. It's oh, yeah, 144, 12 times 12 is 140. Wow. Yeah. The fact that that's basic math and it eluded me, <laughs> and I went straight to the 30 rack. <laughs> well, <sighs> not saying I'm an alcoholic, but, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you're talking 30 racks, it's like almost five 30 racks. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's a lot of beer. It is a lot of beer. That would Absolutely. last me a week and a half. <laughs> Well, good thing there's not a price go. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but Listen, yeah. I'm just going to say, though, I wish we had more stores like that. It's true. Because honestly, that store looked pretty bomb. I mean, it's essentially a Sam's Club or a BJ's is really Listen, all it is. Don't you take Sam Club's name and solely it. I, I've, or never, been, I I've never been to a Sam's Club. Best. I have a BJ's membership, though. So, like, I've been there. Yes, I've man. been there. <laughs> I, I love a good beach. <laughs> oh, there's the fucking childish humor for everybody tonight. Welcome to simply or no, sorry. Welcome. Yeah, we're on the. Yeah, that's the wrong podcast, there, John. <laughs> Welcome to last call. Oh man, but yeah, uh, I I do enjoy the the whole, like the big box store, oh, like yeah. ones like that, the bulk the bulk stores. I guess you call. I shopped once at a. Sam's Club, and I saved a shit ton of money. Like I oh, can't, yeah. I can't, I can't shit on it. It was a great experience, but it's tied to Walmart, and Walmart's totally conglomerate now, and they're not as family friendly as they used to be, and that pisses me off. Um, yeah. I would totally love a a BJ's experience, but I've never been to one, and I can't. Yeah, I would go though. Yeah, it's uh it's it's nice. I've, I've I used to get all my all like. Cause I used to buy so much stuff in bulk. It was crazy. That's, and I mean, I, most, smart way to do it. Most of my shopping I would do there, you know, because you could get, like, a big-ass box that's, like, three boxes of cereal in one. Oh, damn. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so Stella goes to the garage to get the beer. And while she's gone, everyone starts bashing on New Jersey and making plans to leave. Oh, yeah. And then Stella walks in. 
Yep. Yeah. And, and this, I, I this is where for, we this is where we get the boom goes the dynamite line. Yeah, as she's she like they're in. going down to the basement. Yeah, she comes in and you know she does she says the line and I found out some stuff about this. Okay. Okay. Do you know the origin of Boom Goes Dynamite? Actually, I don't. Because I'm going to be honest. The only thing that I knew Boom Goes the Dynamite from is Family Guy. It's the only thing I knew it from. Apparently, uh, it was from this newscast. It was like the sports newscast. This young kid was doing a sports newscast, and he was super, super fucking nervous and butchering the whole newscast. And at one point during it, he's talking about like a basketball game and the guy like sinks a shot. And he's like, and boom goes the dynamite. And he just keeps on going. It's just like in the middle of his broadcast. He just threw that in there and just kept on rolling past it. And so that's where that's where it came from. OK. And so I said that there's two references technically yeah. in this episode. The nervous kid that they're going to replace Robin with. It's essentially a reference to that. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to send you the... Because I found it on YouTube. I'll have to send okay. you a video of this kid. Um, like, And after watching it, and then watching the episode again, seeing that nervous kid, I'm like, they're 100% parodying this video. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, really funny. Because this is where they she comes in and she goes, listen, we don't have to go to a bar. We've got the closest bar in Jersey. And they go down to the basement, and that's where she's like, as she's going, as they're going down the stairs, like Joshua. This is where she's like, and boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. Which, for those of you who want a little tidbit behind the curtain, let me pull back the veil a little bit. That's one of my favorite fucking Family Guy jokes to make all the time with Josh. Yeah. I will literally be like, and boom goes the dynamite. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's classic, man. <laughs> so I love that that reference is in this show. Yeah. And or vice versa, because I don't honestly know, and I'm not doing the fact check on it of who had it first, but it's there. Both shows have it. I love both shows, so it's it's still just I love it. Yeah. But yeah, so they go down in the basement, and this is where it starts the Jersey versus New York City debate, like which one's better. Actually, real quick, I actually think Family Guy did it first. I think they did I as well. Think I think so, because it was kind of earlier in that show. And You're I'm not pretty, wrong. I'm pretty sure, uh, and I'd have to go back and double check. But I'm, I'm, I would put my money on it being Family Guy. But yeah, so uh, um, yeah, so yeah, so they start. This is where like they really start lacing into the Jersey's better than New York City, yeah. and Ted's like stating some facts about like why he likes New York City better. And Stella rebuttals with like, well, Lucy has her school and her friends. Well, here. no, no, that doesn't happen yet because she hasn't even mentioned it yet. That Ted is going to live there. Or it, oh, no, you're right. I think she mentions it. Um, does she mention it right beforehand? No, I don't even think. I don't think, think she's mentioned it yet. No, no, because uh, she doesn't mention it until she goes right back up the stairs. When she goes up to let Robin in is when she mentions it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, right here is where Barney makes the lame joke about the sucker fish. Yeah, the yeah, the sucker fish and the blowfish. And, and we, get, some pound. we get our other side story here with Barney... And the fist bump. Yep. Yeah. Which, yeah. Okay. This is a this is its own funny little thing because like because there's a random fish bowl with no fish in it, and he's like, "Oh, my two favorite fish, the sucker fish and the blowfish. What's happening?" And then like nobody above. Yeah. Well, Ted's like, for blowfish, no. 
My favorite <laughs> part is though, he turns to Stella and he's like, Come on. And Stella like Looks glances at Ted. over at Ted and he's just like No, he shakes his head no. <laughs> and she's like And then like throughout like the next like series of moments, he keeps trying to find things to get like bump the barnacle. Yep, yep. <laughs> but the, yeah, it, like this little segment goes by really quick and then Robin shows up. Yes. And that's when Stella's like, well, don't worry, Ted, when you move in here, blah, blah, blah. Oh, because they. this is where, like, she had come down the stairs. She's like, nobody drink the beer. I just realized it was before Lucy was born. Yeah. And then she tells Ted he can go and down to Costco Price, Price and get, uh, get some beer. Uh, yeah. And he might as well do it anyway because he's got to get a card for when he moves to Jersey. Yeah. And then she runs up the stairs and Marshall's like, wait. Because he's like, I'm moving to Jersey? Yeah, Ted kind of, like, freaks out a little bit here. Just a little bit. You could tell, like, he's side-floored by, like, the yeah. back. And then Marshall's like, well, didn't you guys talk about it? He's like, well, I thought we had. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, we discussed. I thought we discussed this months ago. And we get this whole scene where he suggests them moving in together. And she, like, sarcastically agrees, kind of, like, making fun of him. But oh, he's so totally making fun of him. He's so oblivious to it and thinks that she's being oh, yeah. serious and agreeing with him. And it's like, Ted, come on, man. Are you really that dumb? Like, I know yeah. sometimes you are, but like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> so then uh, we also learned that the apartment is apparently rent controlled in this. Yeah. House, which I didn't, I never realized that, which makes sense. That huge ass apartment in New York City would be insanely expensive. Oh yeah. If it wasn't rent controlled. Oh yeah. Yeah. And plus, plus that it's, makes it's me they can afford it the whole time. That makes me think that I'm wondering if it's still rent controlled when Jesse and Sid live there. Ooh, maybe. Cuz otherwise how the fuck are they affording that? Who knows. Like, because we had that discussion when we found out that Jesse, that Sid paid seven eighths of the rent. Yeah. And he's got like the failing bars. Like, how the hell is he paying that kind of rent for an apartment like that? But if it's rent controlled, that makes more sense. That's true. Yeah. See? Um. But yeah, so this is this is where Robin enters to join the the little bit of the the story that she's in. Yeah. And I love that Barney instantly is like, "Hey, Robin." Found it, and she's like, "Stella already told me not yeah. to." Yeah, Stella and I'm is. like, "Good for Stella!" Like, <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, her and Robin still get along at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, they haven't hit that point yet. Yeah, because uh, uh, know anything yet? <laughs> so then, so then, this is like the continuation of like the Marshall, and like Marshall agrees to go with Ted to the store, and yeah. yeah and I, yeah. I loved this part of the story because they break this part off for a second or two. And they show them at Priceco. Yeah. And I love how Marshall's just kind of like, <laughs> there was a lawnmower with a cup holder on it and a hammock with a, a like, yeah. cup holder. And there was a chair with a cup holder. He's like, you'll never have to hold a beverage again. Yeah. And I'm like, He's so excited yeah, about it. It's too funny. It's, well, it, it, it makes it's, sense, though. Because it's like Minnesota. It's like the suburbs of Minnesota for and, him. And that's it. For yeah. him, it's like where he grew up and mm-hmm. how he would deal with shit. He's not a city boy. Because he also but, talks about how, you know, everything in New York is so small. He's banging into things. Well, that's once they know? get back to the, the basement. Yeah. But, and I, I love that that's where he comes in and he's like, I'm so giant. I'm always bumping my elbows going through tiny doorways and blah, yeah. blah, blah. 
He's like, I hate it here. Yeah. I love New Jersey. And he looks at me, he's like, no, not really. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But uh, so I have, there's a moment when they're at Priceco that I have an issue with. Okay. okay? They, they, Ted and Marshall walk up to this random couple. Okay. The, the two who were from the city? <clears throat> yeah. Ted says to them, You guys are from New York, right? And to which they, you know, they say yes. Yep. How the fuck did Ted know they were from New York? He That's didn't say, he, he didn't say, Hey, are you guys did are, are you guys from New York by any chance? No, he's like, you guys are from New York, right? Like he knows that they're from New York. True. How the fuck did he know they're from New York? The hear, one hear me the, out. The, the one group of people, the one couple that he approaches. Hear me out. They dress like New Yorkers. But they haven't been in New York. I New York know, bro. For I'm years. just trying to be funny. Because, you know, New Jersey's New York's toilet. Everybody in Jersey dresses like shit. I, anybody who's listening to the podcast, I'm only joking. If you're from New Jersey, I respect you. Red Bank represent. Also, also, Stella sent him there for beer. Why the fuck does he have a gigantic, and I mean gigantic, <laughs> bag of lemons? First Don't off, get... why? when life gives you lemons, why not? Maybe they were like $2. You gonna turn on a big bass sack of lemons? Yes, if I don't need eighty three thousand uh, lemons, yes. I mean, you're right. There was probably a good like thirty to forty lemons in that bag. There's a lot of goddamn lemons, man. I mean, unless unless off screen, she's like, I need a big bag of lemons so that uh, Lucy can start a lemonade stand. Other than that, man, a lemonade stand, dude. She's gonna be selling lemonade on every corner. It's true. Like a she's, four block city radius. She's she gonna have uh, a multi million dollar business by the time she's done with it. All those fucking lemons. The, the one that makes me laugh while we're in Price Co. is Marshall talking to the other couple. They're looking at dog shirts, and he's like, "No, that's the same know? couple. They all walk over there." Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Shit, man!" Like he's just like this one or this one. And then of course we end up back up in the basement, and well, I'm real, like, "Real quick, real quick." Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed though. At the end of the episode, he's wearing a dog shirt. No, I didn't Co. notice that. I will he's have wear, to go back and. He's wearing one of the dog shirts from Price Co. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> but yes, yes. Uh, we also get the so yeah back at the at the home bar, I guess you can call it. Um, while they're at Price Co., Barney is trying to get desperately trying to get Lily to fist bump him, even uh, to the point of bribing her ten thousand dollars. Dude, ten grand. I'm sorry, but I don't think I could have said no. <laughs> I would have just—I would have been like, "Listen, the understanding is you pay me the ten grand. We have a good—a good story as to why you got fist bumped." True, true. I tripped and my fist just hit him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but yeah, uh, and then he starts to like tear up, you know, because because you know it it's, hurts. It hurts, and he's like, "No, these are manly pain tears, not emotional yeah. tears. Not emotional tears." <laughs> Uh, and this is where then uh, they run upstairs and catch Robin uh, and everything. And, and we talked about all that stuff. But, yep. uh, and then Ted returns. Ted and Marshall return with the beer and the lemons. And um, the lemons. Now, there's a moment within a few minutes of this scene, I think, um, where Marshall is hugging a giant thing of olives. Did they? Did, did he carry that in? I didn't notice. 
I didn't notice either, and I okay. and I had thought that myself. Where I'm like, did they get the olives too while they were at Fresco, yeah. or was it just something Stella had in a downstairs bar? Yeah, which I mean, it's a bar, sure. Olives, you want to make yeah, martinis, olives, martinis, whatever. yeah. Uh, but I also thought it was kind of funny because we have already established that he loves olives because he was lying about it with the olive rules. So the olive now rule, he, yeah. Now he's like, I can live my true life, my true self. 100%. <laughs> with him and his olives. Well, and so I had thought about something when, like, because this is where, like I said, he has his outburst. Because yeah. Lily's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, Lily's... the whole big fight happens here. Which yeah. Has, says he doesn't want to move to New Jersey. And and Lily, like, she, <clears throat> she comes in on, like, the whole New York side of things. And this is where Marshall's like, no. You know, like, you know what I did tonight? I went to Price Co. and I could walk around a store and, you know, I wasn't giant. I was normal. People were nice. And, People know. were nice. And I thought about, I like, and I don't want to take away from the episode here, but I thought about this and I was like, you know what? It wouldn't shock me. Because, like, think about, like, what people say when they travel to America. Especially because, like, New York is a huge tourist attraction. And people always say, New Yorkers are rude as fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's the that's the that's the stereotype for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, think about like all the stereotype. Like, give me your impression of a New Yorker. What's the first thing you go to? Hey, I'm walking here. Can't you see I'm walking here? Yeah, like yeah, it's one of the first things people usually go to. Yep, and it's it's like okay, well, if that's the first thing people think of, why? Oh, that's right, because we're Americans. We're angry people. And then I was like, okay, but New Yorkers have the extreme. I get it. It's New York City, high stress, high functioning. Yes. Everything's busy, moving busy, real busy. fast. Yeah. And then I was like, it makes sense that Marshall, again, though, and I'm taking the Minnesota side out of it. People in Jersey are way friendlier than New York City. Well, Thanks at least so. in the Jersey suburbs. Fair enough. I can respect that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Side that with the fact that, like he said, he could walk through the store and the store was bigger. It doesn't have to cramp down because of sides, uh, size conditionings or anything. Yeah. They're at Stella's house. They're not in an apartment, which means things are spread out. Things yeah. are open more. Yeah. You know, of course he's more comfortable. Yeah. And then I love how, even though he's arguing legitimately, he's like, you know what I saw at Priceco? Uh, he's like, things that had... Uh, beverage holders he's yeah. like i'll never have to hold the beverage again lily yeah yeah i love how he brings that back up <laughs> and i was just like man he's really impressed with these cup holders he, yeah. and then this is where he screams i hate new york and he's yeah. like no i mean sorry like i don't yeah yeah i love that <laughs> and then this is where ted and stella finally go head to head about it and like this is where like everybody kind of gangs up on stella yeah. and i feel for her i have to say she gives this list of reasons as to why she won't move. And I'm like, these are very legitimate reasons. And I'm, and I wrote them all down. So I'm going to, I'm going to say them because I have something to say about it after, after the fact. So she says, Lu, you know, Lucy goes to school there. That's big. I get it. As a parent, I totally understand that all of Lucy's friends are there again. Totally get that. Stella has lived there her whole life. It can be difficult to move away from where it can uh all of her family is there again can be very difficult she owns the house you know so that, you know that's it's not just like oh i i rent this apartment i can leave anytime not that big of a deal she's on the pta 
And as of June 1st, she's the deputy mayor. Deputy mayor. Now, that's the biggest one for me. Because I want to know how long is uh, is that um, – is she a deputy mayor for? Because she has zero, zero uh, – uh, zero problems moving to New York with Tony. You're not wrong. And throwing away every single one of those points that she makes. Yep. Every single one of them well, for him. So here's my rebuttal to that. Because it's not it's not a rebuttal, but it's like a, I see your argument. Like you're you're going to play devil's advocate. Yes, because <clears throat> what do we know about what happens at the wedding? You don't invite exes because sometimes things aren't over. That's, I mean, she she didn't want to move to the city because she didn't want to see Tony. Yeah, sure, okay, but because whether just, that's the case or not. She still gives Ted all of these reasons. Oh, no, I know. Why are those reasons no longer a factor? I'm not I'm not disagreeing with Do, that. Does she is she no longer the deputy was she only the deputy mayor for a couple of years? Well, no, but she probably gave it up because I mean Again, that's like why to go live in a, an apartment with I mean, I don't, Why couldn't Tony just live in the house? Which I'm, I'm assuming I'm not arguing they that. lived in that house together before. I'm not arguing that though. What I'm saying is, is I'm hearing your points. She gave it no, all. I'm, up I'm asking Tony. questions. I'm asking oh, questions. I mean, I can't answer those questions because I'm not in that space. I mean, what I'm gonna assume is, and this is, just hear me out. These are weak argument points. Lucy can transfer school and make new friends. Visit old friends on the weekend by going back to Jersey. The same way Ted goes back and forth all the time. I'm sure she probably rented or sold the house. Because she obviously moved to the city with Tony. And then... They... No, I understand that she can do those things. What I'm trying to say is... Why would she do those things just for him? Honestly, those that answer I don't have. Yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, I agree with you. It would have made more sense for Tony to give up his apartment and yeah. move back to Jersey. Yeah. But think about it this way, though. And... I'm only going to say it this way because we know how the show already plays out. We're not watching it for the first time. Had she not moved back to the city, we would never get the run-in between the two of them later on when Ted is on the cover of the magazine. Yes. And I get that. It, everything that happens had to happen. Yes. I get it. Absolutely. It's, is it stupid? Absolutely. Yes. Does yeah. it Does it, it further just, the storyline? Not at all. It, all it does what really what it what it comes down to is it makes her character extraordinarily unlikable you you grow into loving this character i loved her up until the wedding oh yeah i thought stella was a great character i you know and then once that happened and then everything that happens after it i dis Buys. I, it's honestly. It, sometimes it's hard to watch these episodes with her, just because I know what happens. You know, well, that's, that's I tried. I, I try to set that stuff aside as I'm watching it, but that's why I said earlier. I don't. I don't agree with the decision she makes. I think she 100 percent makes the wrong decision, but I understand why she wants to stay in Jersey. Yes. Yeah. I understand why she would want to stay, and I can even. 
I can even believe that part of it is because she doesn't want to run into Tony. I absolutely could, could believe that. I just think that once her and Tony are finally back together, it's really shitty of her that she just gave everything up for Tony. 100%. Well, and I think that's another one of the reasons why <clears throat> when they finally run into her later on, it's either next season or the season after that. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why they do it is because it's a slap yeah. in Ted's face. Yeah. And that's why he's like, well, she couldn't do any of that for me, but she does it for him. And oh, he yeah. goes to confront her until mm-hmm. he realizes how happy she no, is. No, I get it. I get why they do it in the story. I just, it makes me hate I know. Oh, that's all. Uh, well, I that's think all. that's, I think Cause like, if this was a real person, like this would be like the shit, one of the shittiest things you could do to a person. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. So that's, that's really all. That, that's my, that's my rant about, uh, usually you're the one who rants, but I had one today. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, then, you know, they go into the whole thing, uh, about arguing about New York and New Jersey and Stella's <laughs> like New Jersey, you know, I'm going to say it. New Jersey is better than New York. And that's where like, you know, they really get into it. And that's where we get the whole Frank Sinatra. Thing. Oh yeah. Cause they're like naming things back and Frank forth. Sinatra. He's, well, from, he's Hoboken. from Hoboken. Yeah, New Jersey. Well, he ain't singing Sakakis Sakakis. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. He's from Hoboken. Yeah, well, he ain't singing Sakakis Sakakis. Well, and then and, I love how when she says Hoboken, she literally says he's from Hoboken, <laughs> New Jersey. But yeah, because she's got to put that that period on it. She's got to, you know, she's making that point. It's New Jersey, Ted. You know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, he. It's funny because he could have been like. You know, he ain't singing Sakaka Sakakas. He's singing New York, New York, but he doesn't. No. Which I actually am a little surprised he didn't because he's acting like a dick throughout a lot of this. Well, and yeah. this is where, like I said, this is where Stella starts getting ganged up on. Yeah. Like, even Marshall had stuck up <laughs> for her. And, like, I noticed during most of this, Marshall's quiet. Marshall yeah. doesn't really say shit. He's, like, hugging the, the jar uh-huh. olives because, like, I feel like he's he's too afraid of what he's feeling. He doesn't, because he knows yeah. how Lily but, gets. But Lily's firing yeah. off at her. Ted's firing off at her. Barney's there. He doesn't. Bar- m- Barney's taking both sides because he just wants somebody to fist bump him. He just wants somebody to fist bump him. But That's again, he, he is bouncing back and forth, which yeah. I get it. I get it. He just wants that bump. But then it's it's where Ted's like. I wonder well, if he w- if if Barney was not in need of a fist bump, would he? I assume. He would be also ganging up, just like straight up ganging up. I think a hundred percent he would have ganged up on her because he has a loyalty to New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I believe you might so. as well call <laughs> you might as well call the New York City the Lusty Leopard in uh, Barney Stinson's book. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so this is this is where like the big blow up happens, and like Stella goes upstairs. Yeah, and tell us Ted's just kind of like. I don't understand it. And like they're definitely at this point in the episode, they're on the verge of breaking up. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. And then, if, like if he had gone home or something, if like they hadn't been able to resolve things, the relationship would have been over right here. Honestly, this is the point though where I feel in this part of the episode watching what happens next. This is what made the episode for me is like Ted goes to find her, talk to her, talks to him like, 
reason with her and make her understand his side of the argument. Yeah. And he runs into Lucy. Yep. And he's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, you know, I heard some noises coming from the basement. And he's, she's like, I just want a story read to me. And he's like, oh, I'll go get your mom. And she's like, no. Can you read a story to me? Yeah, she says, I want you to read it. And uh, that, that, just, that got me. And she's oh, like, oh, yeah. I want you to read it. Like, she cares about Ted, you know. Because we don't, we don't get, I think that's like the first time, really, that we get to see them interact, really. Yeah. yeah. And so, like. Yeah, you hear Lucy mentioned a lot, but this is the first yeah. showing of Lucy. But it shows that, obviously, he's had an impact in yeah. her life, too, you know? Yeah. And I love that, like, so he reads her the book, she falls asleep, and he realizes he can give up what he has yeah. for her and Stella, because that's all that matters is that they're happy. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure it'll be a hard <clears throat> adjustment for Ted if, like, it was the play played out that way. Yeah. But let's face it, Stella has a whole fucking house in a full basement. He could have set up an architecture set up anywhere in that house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, like, absolutely. There's, there's no reason, like, oh, so you're not going to be close to your friends. You live three hours away, and we still interact all the time. Hey, man, Robin made it back to Manhattan in a half an hour on yeah. a, on on a, a children's bike. bike. Yep. I'm just saying. She I, I, jumped three cars. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. <laughs> so, obviously, Ted goes down to Stella. He gives her a big hug. They reconcile. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go back down to the basement. And, well, by this point, obviously, Robin's taken off on the bike. She's going for the, yep. the, the station. And this is where, like, Lily and Marshall are talking to Barney because they're obviously alone in the basement. And Barney's Lily's got like, his arm tied. Tied up, up, man. He can't hold it anymore. And he's like, because <clears throat> I think Lily's the one who says it. I think she's like, yeah. do you think uh, Robin's doing that because, uh, no, Barney's like, do you Bar- think no, she's Barney doing asks. that because of me? Yeah. And Lily's like, you know what? I think she is. Good job. And she pounds it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he unties it and it goes down. And like, you can tell. He's doing that whole shake the blood back into his arm thing. Yep. And then. And then he makes a masturbation joke. Uh-huh. My arm hasn't been this tired since I. Uh, since like 10th grade or. Yeah. So, whatever. I learned how to lock the door on my bathroom in 10th yeah, grade. So, something like that. And he yeah. goes up top and nobody will high five him. He's like, uh-huh. And then they go to the bar and he's still got the still hand got up. Still got it up. Yeah, yeah. And obviously this is this is where everything ties together. Yeah. They're all doing their final thoughts, which yeah. oh, we we did brush over though. Ted comes down and announces he's moving to Jersey. Oh yeah. Which obviously we mm-hmm. all knew that was going to happen after the whole makeup with Stella. So then yeah, we end up in McLaren's. The gang's all sitting there. Marshall's got a dog shirt on. Marshall's got the dog shirt on and Robin walks in and she's like, you know, blah blah blah. I'm moving to Japan. About it. I'm moving to Japan. Talk to the end of the episode. Yeah, man. Moving to Japan. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be good times. Let me ask you this. What is your dream job? My dream job? I mean, honestly, I would love to be able to make a a true living doing the book editing that I'm doing. Because I actually love doing it. Fair. Um, You know, but like when I was a kid and stuff, like. My dream jobs were were very different. You know, I wanted to be like a one time I wanted to be a paleontologist. 
One time I wanted to be an, uh, an astronomer. You know, things like that. I but. remember your astronomer dream. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You were addicted to the stars for all of like a good two months. I never knew what they, for, a lo- for most of my life, I never really knew what I wanted to fucking do. You know? You know what's crazy is, I, I, don't, I think I've talked about this on air. If not on this podcast, I know I've at least talked about it on uh, <clears throat> the same. And that's, uh, I accomplished my childhood dream. It was, it was a short-lived run, but I did what I wanted to do as a kid. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. I'm just sad that I never kept with it because I don't know if I was honestly any good because I never really did much with it. Yeah. Are you going to tell the folks out there? That Hell knows? no. If they want to know, they can come over to Twitter or X, as it's officially known as now, and you can hit me up at simply saying J1, and you can ask me there. There you go, folks. That's your homework, asking him. Asking him right there. <laughs> and if uh, I had mentioned it before, leave a comment below if you remember what I wanted to be when I grew up. There it is. Um, before we talk about like our final thoughts on the episode, I wanted to mention this. Uh, I listened to the commentary for this episode. On you DVD. usually do. I usually do. As you noticed, I did not chime in with anything about the commentary. That is because they decided they were going to do a joke commentary. No. Um, and you know, while it was funny to listen to, I don't listen to them for a laugh. I listen to them for information, you know, which, you know, I'm sure most people don't do that because they're not doing a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So what it was, it was two people who claim to be actors in the in the episode like two uh back you know just like random care like they played character they played guy one and guy two they said okay? okay and so throughout the episode throughout the commentary they're just chatting about you know their career and stuff and their time on the show you know interacting with the with the cast and stuff and they get to the price co scene and they're like okay our scene's coming up okay and they're talking through it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's like it, it's 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 right. It's you know they're, they're about to go around the corner, and it's, you know our scene's gonna be right right here." And you know they talk to that couple, the the man and the woman, and they're like, "Oh yeah, our, our scene must be coming right up after them," because I remember you know being right right around this 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 point in the in the episode. And obviously, yeah, they're not in the episode because it's it's all fake. And like they start getting like angry, and they're like, "Why would they do this to us? <laughs> this is so messed up, you know. Why would you have us come on the commentary? Oh. Just, you know, just to, like like they're like, oh yeah, you in the booth, you're laughing. You think this is real funny? Like it was hilarious once you got to to that point. What? Because like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm like, who the fuck could they have been? You know, because it's two guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it was a guy and a girl, I would have, I would have assumed it, that it was that couple. But it was, it was two guys, and I'm like, I don't remember two random dudes in the episode. Who the fuck could they have been? No. Um. So I was like looking things up, and because they don't tell you who it is, they don't reveal anything. Um, they give out a website on it because the one guy he's like promoting his business. His his initials are D E D. It's like David Ellis something or whatever, um, and he's like, yeah, uh, it's D E D uh, dog photography dot com or something like that. And the other guy's like, 
Wait, wait. So your your web your business is dead dog photography, <laughs> and apparently it's got like a bunch of like this. Because I didn't I didn't actually get a chance to go onto it. But it's got a bunch of like weird photos of shit, um, kind of like reminiscent of the like the trash bag one. Remember the the oh the, yeah the, yeah the trash bag. Uh, but the website is apparently like people like fans dug into this. The website is owned by Carl McLaren, who is like, oh the, yeah, yeah, one of the producers on the show. And there was something else that was linked to, I think, like one of the writers. So they think that the two guys in the commentary are were Carl and this other this writer. Okay. Guy. Yeah, so I just thought it was really interesting. If you guys have the chance to check out the commentary for this episode, do it. It's 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 funny. I don't know if it's on YouTube at all, but if you got the DVDs, pop them in, check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Um, and so, John, what are your final thoughts on the episode? I'm gonna keep it sweet because I got most of my venting out of the way at the very beginning about <laughs> Ted being a dick in this episode. Don't be a Ted. If you missed it. Go back to the beginning of this episode and re-listen to what I said. Revisit step one. Um, but overall, I love this episode for what it is. Because this is a very sweet episode. It shows that if Ted really slows himself down, he's a very kind and compassionate guy and he's loving. And Ted is very giving person sometimes. Like It's obviously a, a touch here and there situation, but like... This episode is very it's it's an emotional episode because like there's so much going on. <laughs> and then the blind side of Robin going to Japan at the end is just a fucking it's a kick in the balls. Yeah, I mean this episode has so many like, some big changes. You know, Ted preparing to move in, move to New Jersey yep. with Stella. Robin moving to Japan, like it's big <laughs> you stuff. Know, you know, this just made me realize because I'm pretty sure do, Ted does move to Jersey for a little bit because mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily live by themselves, yeah. and she because this is where they do the whole on the couch naked thing, and they're like, we can have sex anywhere we want, and he, she's like, I thought, no, I thought they already did that. I think they already, or maybe, maybe not. I could have swore they? they, I could have swore that they already did that. Marshall's like. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. But like, I do well, remember least... that, just in yeah. general. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it did happen now, and huh. I'm thinking. No, Cause... I think I don't know. Yeah, now I'm not sure. Um, because don't they like holds... don't they like beg him to come back? Yeah. Why would they do that if he was moving in? Like, they, he wouldn't. He wouldn't agree to that if he's moving in with Stella. You know what 100%. I mean? Yeah. No, or maybe that's after he. No, I think that's after he moves into the apartment that Zoe lived in. So you think it's again? It's still later yeah. on. Yeah, okay. because remember, because Ted does the whole like I can eat soup naked, or like I can, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. if I do something embarrassing, nobody <laughs> else knows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he dumps the hot soup on himself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I I agree. I enjoyed this episode. Um. Like I said, it, it sets up some big stuff, you know, coming. Uh, it's one of only a handful of Stella episodes in the season at all. Yeah. And I think, and I think it was, it was really well done. It really put a lot of good focus on her. Um, it built her up to be a likable character. You know what I mean? At this, at this point, you know, because obviously, I, I mean, honestly, I was on, I'm on her side in this 
Oh, in I'm in the, up until this point, I'm 100% a Stella uh, supporter. Yeah. And b- mainly because she hasn't pulled the asshole <laughs> shit she's going to pull yeah. later in the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. We're, I think that's like episode 10. Um, <laughs> so, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, oh, we have a visitor here. For, for those of you who are listening on podcast form, uh, we are being visited by a cute little white kitten. So yes, yes, she was like, "No, put me back down." <laughs> She's like, "I don't watch this damn show. I don't want to talk about it." Uh, <laughs> all right, so now that we've talked about the episode, it is that time, John. It is time for Barney's blog. That's right. Suit up, bitches. Boom! There it is, folks. All right, so this edition of Barney's blog. Okay, so I'm assuming. That this blog entry did not actually have a title. Because in here it is titled I Heart New Jersey. Which is the episode name. But the entry has nothing to do with New Jersey. Really? Yeah. It's it's The entry is all about fist bumps. Oh. That's what it's about. Okay. That's weird though. Because after I'm looking at that image again. Now I'm like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, before the show, I sent John uh, an image that came from the the blog, which I'm going to put on the screen. Um, for those of you who oh, are going to put it on the screen, well, I'll put it on the screen when I do the edit. Okay. Um, uh, so that everybody else can see it. But if for those of you who are listening, I will read off what the you know what's on the image, just so you have an idea of what the hell we're talking about. Um, all right. So the the blog entry starts off says the fist bump, one bro's way of telling another bro clever joke or thanks for taking the heifer so i could get the hottie or don't worry i won't tell your girlfriend slash wife it's essentially the only acceptable form of bro to bro contact with the obvious exception of the high five while the fist bump has gained much notoriety in the past few years its origins date back to the dawn of bro kind okay but one thing has withstood the test of time don't ever put your fist down until it's been properly bumped. Then he puts this image. It's like a timeline, okay? Yeah. And, and it has a series of, of, of years of dates on it. Um, starts with 4.5 billion BC, uh, then 3083 BC, which I love the 83 in there. Uh, then 220 BC, 1517 AD, 1522 AD, 1792 AD, 1947, 1993 so, but I have the answers, and now I'm, we're gonna go. And so, everybody, right. if you know you guys out there, you want to play along. Uh, the ones who are listening, maybe go back and, and and write down what I, you know, the timeline numbers, so that you have them in front of you, and you guys can guess and see how well you did. And then you can hop on the Twitter 
at, uh, <coughs> at last call H-I-M-Y-M, and let us know how well you did. As, right. as we're going through, this is how we'll do this for me, at least. <laughs> as we're going through, you read off the event, and I'll tell you what I think of the date. And if I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong, and then we'll just keep going through until I get them all right. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so the first one is Eli Whitney fist bumps Cotton. Ooh, uh, Cotton Gin is... What do we got, John? What do you think? Where do you think? 1947? Ooh, wrong. Could have been before that. 1792. Correct. 1792. See, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to eliminate them on my sheet as I'm going through. Oh, that's fine. That's what I All right. Next one. God fist bumps Adam. 4.5 billion BC? Yes. Rocky versus Drago fist bump before their first fight in Rocky Four. Oh, that's got to be uh, 85. It is 1985. Uh, let's see. Martin Luther fist bumps his 95 theses onto the door of the church. Now, this is not Martin Luther King. This is Martin Luther. 1947. No. Uh, Martin uh, Martin Luther essentially kind of kick-started a lot of com- uh, like current Christianity. Oh, okay. Uh, so then let me back that up and say maybe 220 B.C.? B.C. is before Christ. Oh, before Christ. Sorry. 1522 A.D. Uh, close. 1517 AD. There it is. 1517. Damn. Okay. Uh, All right. So Tommy Smith and John Carlos fist bump atop the Olympic podium. Well, if it's an Olympic podium, it's probably 68. It is 1968. I knew the the Olympics happened in 68. So Uh, Barack Obama fist bumps his wife, Michelle. 2008. There it is. Hieroglyphics in Egypt depict a pharaoh fist-bumping a cat. Oh, man, I'm horrible when it comes to Egypt. 1522? No. Fuck. Uh, Think was Egypt before... Well, no. Uh, seven, 220 BC? No. Fuck. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, I'll say you were on the right path, though. The thir- 3083 BC? Correct. <laughs> Egypt was before Christ? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I yeah. know that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they believed in all those other gods and stuff, man. Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah. I just always... Uh, never mind. We'll, we'll just keep going. I don't want to sound stupid on air. Uh, China builds the Great Wall to prevent the Mongolians from fist-bumping them into oblivion. 47? No. So, okay, so this 69. is... 69. This is um, essentially talking about, you know, them building the Great Wall of China. Oh, building the Great Wall of China. Yeah, that's... China builds the Great Wall. To well, and that's got to be 1522. Uh, no. Really? Shit. <clears throat> uh, this may surprise you. 220 BC? 220 BC. <laughs> that does surprise me because I didn't realize the Great Wall had been standing that long. Yeah. Yeah, man, over, over 2,000 years. Shit. All right. Chuck Yeager breaks the sound slash fist bump barrier. And it says, 
other guy's arms uh, arm falls off. Never done again. Eighty three, eighty three. No. So, so th- this is about the guy who first broke the sound barrier. Oh, honestly, I don't know anything about that, but I'm going to have to assume that was probably forty seven. Yes, it was. Uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin make the first space fist bump. What do you got? There's only a few uh, left. Fifteen twenty-two. No, nineteen sixty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. For, first, uh, first moon landing. Yeah, 1969. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, the moon, you know. Oh. Yeah. And then the last one. They there's only one left, but they there are two dates if you notice. Okay. But there's only one left. Okay. And it says the first ever alien Homo sapien <laughs> fist bump. Well, that's 8383. Yes. I don't know why the 1522 AD is, is on there. To throw it's people not, off. It's not used at all. But, uh, uh, yeah. So that that was the game there, folks. <laughs> I hope you oh, enjoyed it. Shit. It was a strange one. But uh, it, was, it was entertaining. A little history lesson for you. Yeah. All right, folks. So, uh... That's all I think that there is, so I think we should probably wrap things up unless you got something else you'd like to say. No, but I'll keep it nice and sweet for the people at home. It's okay. simple, guys. I'm on X. <laughs> I am on X. <laughs> it's simply saying J1. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, if you want to find me, find me. You don't want to find me, that's cool as well. All right. And you can find me uh, on x or twitter or what the fuck ever uh at uh <laughs> man the whole x thing is i know uh you can find me on twitter at movie blog merc that is the twitter page for my site merc with the movie blog uh, if you are watching this on youtube you are watching it on the merc with the movie blog youtube channel so yeah, you be are. sure to hit that like button smash, smash that, subscribe that subscribe button click that little bell wherever the fuck it is and don't forget that if you're using your mobile device, you can set that little bell to let you know when we drop new content or when mm-hmm. Josh drops other content without me because sometimes he does that. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, and also be sure to leave comments on, on the YouTube uh, videos. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and also you can check us out on uh, all the audio podcast platforms. You know, we've got Apple, fucking Spotify, uh, Google Play. Hell yeah. Um, Stitcher's not no longer a thing, so we don't go there. Uh, but I mean, any, anywhere like you pod. can find a podcast, you can yeah. find us at. It's true. At Last, Last Call McKenns. Yeah, man, it's it's right there. Just search it. Nothing else will pop up because it's it's we're unique that way. We're awesome. And so if you, you really want, we have a link tree. Hit up our link tree. All yeah, our links are there. Yeah, it's right there uh, on the Twitter page. It's right in the bio. Uh, you can check that out. And uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Last Call H I M Y M. As well Instagram. as Instagram at Last Call H I M Y M. Leave us messages over there, whatever. Chit chat. Love to hear from you. Hear your thoughts and all that good jazz. Absolutely. Yeah, you know it. But. Uh, uh, I think that's all I got for him, my friend. Oh, also, real quick, folks, be sure, hashtag, save H-I-M-Y-F. We got to get this shit going. Sign the petition. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's save how I met your father, people. That's right. Uh, also, so uh, I think that's all I got for him, man. What do you got for him? Fuck off. <clears throat> no, no, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right, folks. Enjoy your cup holders. 
Jar Jar Binks was the greatest. <laughs>